The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Twick. I'm Cody. I'll be one of your co-hosts today. And I'm Lenora. I'll be your other co-host for today. And sorry for all the technical difficulties in the last episode with my mic. I think we've got it straightened out. That's the joys of going live. We didn't um, get any hate mail or any people yelling at us. So that was a good. Well, I mean, good only two people probably listen to it anyway. Uh, no, so anyway. we got way more downloads than <laughs> we've, we're, we're hitting five. We've got over 5,000 downloads, by the way. That's, I don't think I've told oh, well, you hey, that. I'm that's telling you cool. that now. <laughs> all right. Good to know. Uh, anyway, so TWIC stands for This Week in Child Free. And we basically talk about recent articles, events, happenings within the child-free or around the child-free community. So if you'd like to submit something for a future episode of TWIC, send us an email to childfreemedia at gmail.com and put TWIC in the subject line so it stands out to us and we know what to look for. But before we start, quick shout out to StreamYard for providing this cool streaming platform for us to enjoy and share and utilize. And also a shout out to Child Free Wealth. They are a uh, financial planning that supports your life without kids. For more information, please check out childfreewealth.com. Uh, and so with that being said, this is going to be live. We're live right now. Um, in the future, podcasting that's recorded, feel free to comment in the section uh, available to you, whether it's YouTube or whatnot. But this is live. So basically, yeah, I just kind of find articles that are tagged, flagged something around the child-free world. And uh, we just kind of live react to it as we read it, as it happens. So, And he um, doesn't tell me if my blood pressure is going to go up or not, you know, so it's, that, that's part of the game. Yeah, Lenora definitely has, like, I, I at least know the headings. So I know at least an idea of what the topics are. Lenora literally has no idea what's going to no come No idea. Um, so with that being said, let me share my screen. I should have already done this. Oh, right. Okay. I know. Well, we're, we're, we're currently without a director who is having technical difficulties. <laughs> and Rebecca, if you're listening, we're, I, I got your message, but we'll, we'll, we'll bring you backstage when you can get on. I think it's this one. That's not it. I guess this is the point where I have to entertain the crowd while you're bringing up all That's this stuff. Da, 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 da. All right, here we go. Okay. Add the stream. There we are. All right, cool. So this is from uh, the fintechtimes.com. Um, so I guess that's the uh, the financial times, financialtechtimes.com. And this is actually sent to us by Dr. J at Child Free Wealth. He was interviewed by them um, for... Uh, embracing fintech for good identity because uh, he's doing a lot for representing the child-free community. Uh, aside from him kind of stepping up and being a sponsor, he really is doing a lot to kind of plant a flag in his industry for the child-free community and kind of let people know that we are a worthy demographic to recognize. And that's kind of where it all starts. If we can get more people to do that in other industries, uh, maybe we'll get some traction and some more recognition. Not um, maybe so we, we will get traction. We will. I mean, this, is, yeah. this is a thing, right? Like what, once, <laughs> once companies realize that there's money from the child free community as a valuable mm -hmm. demographic, it, 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 it'll happen. But anyway, yeah. um, so uh, there's a couple of uh, head points here. So it says, how do you measure your impact 
and so Dr. J says they focus on two things, helping child-free people to understand how their finances are different and helping the financial community to understand how to work with child-free people. Like I just said, that's exactly it. Um, our focus is, right now is the conversation started and lives touched. Um, what more can be done to make the finance to make finance more ethical, transparent, and accessible? Uh, and he goes on to say, it's a it's common to hear from child-free people who are mistreated by financial advisors. The comments range from judgments about their life choices, i.e., you'll change your mind, uh, to completely to be completely disregarded for being child-free, i.e., your financial plan isn't different. So basically looking at a child-free mm -hmm. person and saying, well, you're, we'll just plug you into our computer matrix and the numbers, and you're no different than someone that's going to have kids in the future, so here you go. So Dr. J is at least trying to, to let people know that there is a difference and to go on to it and tell them why. Um, he says, I've even seen speakers at conferences publicly talking about uh, in, in quotations, how working with people without kids is the worst. Oh, geez. Wow. Uh, that That's not good. I want to know more uh, details. Yeah. Like what, what, like what, what, there's more to that, you know? Uh, let's see if you said it here. It's, it's not fair to judge a group for a different lifestyle, um, mm -hmm. DEI initiatives, uh, diversity, equ equity, and inclusion uh, initiatives need to embrace child for people, both as clients and as employees. Yeah. Dr. J, like in the comments or whatever, she's like, let us know about what that person said. Why are we the worst? <laughs> and, and also <laughs> they say people without kids. So you have, they have uh, to remember, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There are people who have chosen to have kids and people who can't have kids. And I, well, people I, just I, without I, kids at that time, and they're going right. to have kids in the future. That right. really is a why that that's, that's lumping with. three different categories together very unfair and yeah uneducated and this is why we need more conversations yeah yeah <laughs> around this it okay. goes on to say additionally uh financial planning software and systems awesome uh, often have systematic biases against child-free people interesting wow. as a simple example most child-free people want to quote die with zero so basically not have any money left when you die right. um, yet Monte Carlo simulators I guess that's a computer system they use are all based upon the goal of not running out of money right so basically you want to believe something in your lineage to your kids mm -hmm. so yeah that that's definitely a conflict in the uh, software child for people also are less likely to be married but many systems assume a couple is married for tax and planning purposes. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, audience out there, what do you think about that? <laughs> this is this is curious. Like that we, you know, oh, gee, okay. Get collect yourself, Lenora, and spit out what you're trying to say. <laughs> it's amazing because I like this is new information to me. N not surprising that it's new information to me because people don't talk about that. But people don't think they just assume. Oh, you don't have kids. There's no issue. This is an issue. If yeah. If programs, if simulations, whatever, are designed to automatically make these assumptions, which that's what they do. I mean, it's it's harmful, actually. Um, well, it's, it's certainly not helpful. Like, if any, yeah, if, if, even if it's correct. not harmful, it's not correct. helpful either. So, um, to help people get the most out of their their planning for their future and their finances. So, um, financial planners, uh, make note. I, 
I think for me, what what I consider harmful is is there's no next step to correct that, or there hasn't been yet. Sorry, there is a next step, but part of it is is bringing awareness. That's the really the only thing we can do. Yeah. Yet. But whoever whoever Monte right? Carlo's programmers are, alter your it, program. It's just. <laughs> but this is the thing: people aren't aware. They aren't yeah. aware that this is this Maybe, is creating is a an issue. It is yeah, exactly yeah. exactly, and it's it's really curious because even people without kids, for whatever reasons assume that there, you know, there's no reason for us to talk about what we talk about. This is actually, this is impacting people's finances. I mean, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it is. Well, and and um, for the, the employees who are the financial planners of their mm -hmm. major companies, their ability to serve their clients to the best right. ability. Right. I, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it is difficult to find people who understand our lifestyle in general, let alone someone who's going to lead you through uh, navigating the financial world. So, yes. yeah. So we have a couple I, comments. Uh, our oh, our cool. director is in the audience. She has no camera right. or mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, why am I apologizing for that? Um, uh, okay. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> we hope you, uh, your computer starts working soon. Uh, critical thinking 2020 says, wow, that's not good. That is not good. Referring to what we were just talking about. Casey says, I work in mortgage and lending, uh, specifically reverse. And childhood people will find that reverses make more sense to them because they don't have kids and never will. Oh, so mortgage reversal? Talking That's about reverse mortgages. Yeah, okay, reverse mortgage. Okay you're, okay. you're selling your house to a company Got in it. advance. They give you a set amount of money. You get okay. to live there and then when you die, they basically get the house or when you move out oh. if you have to go to a, a facility. That's interesting. Yeah. So you would think yeah. that they would want to target people without kids. I mean, I, I don't you necessarily think. agree with that, but I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, okay. Um, wow. Yeah. So All right, financial thanks institutions, for your comments, yeah, uh, tables open for anyone in a financial institution world to come on our show and chat with us, but mm -hmm. happy to do that. All right. Next up, uh, this is from, uh, uh Bono, oh, uh, Bon, there's a lot of O's in this. Bonobology. Bo <laughs> I, I think it was biology. Bonobology. Bonobology. Yeah, yeah, no idea what that even is. Dot com. Um, this is why yeah. it's kind of nice to know what's coming up so we can pronounce things, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry. We, we, we have no egos at this point. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so the heading is the child free family, uh, understanding <laughs> child free by choice movement. And this is from tw 2022. I don't this know why this just came up, but maybe, maybe something's happened. In I it. like how they label it new age couples. New age couples. <laughs> okay. And and but yet the photo is is someone who's definitely like in a retired lifestyle. <laughs> so yes. Um anyway. Um so the first sentence is uh, I don't have a child and I'm not a parent. I am child free by choice. All right. Some people call it voluntary childlessness. Although many like me choose the word child free because childless brings in the notion of lessness or lack of something. It is only appropriate to attach our sentiment with the word free because it was the choice to be without a child. Um, people like me prefer to live free of a child. Okay. That was a nice intro, I guess. Um, so my family consists of uh, my partner, my cats, my sister, my parents, my husband's parents, his siblings. We live in different cities, but we're all, of course, a family rushing to each other's rescue when needed, planning our schedules to be able to spend quality time with each other. I've also had a few close friends who feel like family. 
But if you mean a quote unquote, a group of individuals living under one roof, end quote, my family consists of my husband, my two cats, and I, we look after each other. We make plans for the future together. Uh, the cats are planning the future too. That's fine. Um, anyway, uh, we have group goals and dreams, health insurance, family plans. We get upset with each other at times. Cats can definitely get upset with you at times. Uh, we complain. We address these complaints. Uh, we adjust. We commit. We laugh. We love. This is my family. So I can see kind of where they're going with this, where it's kind of a family without uh, children in it. Uh, so without a human child in the house, many people ask, when do you plan on starting a family? And so that's um, uh, a statement made to child for people often is like, well, when are you going to start a family? I mean, you are a family, it, it, mm-hmm. you know, whether, whether you just got married and it's a family too, or if you're a solo child free person and someone's like, well, when are you going to start a family? They don't necessarily mean like, when are you going to have a kid? They think again, following that progression of life, get married, have a kid, be a family. But, uh, family is different to everybody i mean Uh, shout out to our panel from 2022 child the virtual child free convention we did a defining family panel which you can now check out on child for media podcast and youtube channel um but that that was a good conversation that actually can continue because along the lines of what the last article was about Mm. assumptions and software there's i mean the assumptions of, of family it's just well Pronatalist pressure. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, heading here is reasons to go child free. Why child free by choice? Question mark. Uh, hmm. I deliberately chose to talk about my child freeness in the form of, in the I form and not on behalf of my partner. First, it would be unfair to speak on his behalf, although he has me convinced that he feels the same way I do and I trust him. But second, and most importantly, men do not get asked this question as many times, or at least not in the same way as women do. I, I can attest to that. Rarely am I asked, and, and usually if, if I give an answer as a child-free man, male, whatever, uh, I, they usually don't go past that question in my answer. Like they just, they just move on to the next, how's the weather, what's, what's work like or something like that. Um, uh, when addressed to men, it, it uh, they go on to say, it's a question loaded with curiosity and at times concern. Uh, they're concerned about me? Anyway, uh, but when addressed to women, this question at its core uh, taste of judgment and complete bafflement at her quote unquote audacity to think otherwise. Lenora thoughts. I have none. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, um, actually, you know what? My thought would be surprising. I, if you can scroll back up for a second, yeah, yeah. please. Um, further the title. Oh, reason to go child free. Oh, the, Oh, the heading there. The heading. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That, We haven't gotten to it yet, I guess. So no, here, no, well, well, no, it's just that it's there in the first place. I, I think, I think, I don't know. I, so I guess I'm just interpreting it as, as here's the reasons why you should go child free, but this is why they've oh, chosen to go point. child free. That, that's how Whiskey. it came across to me. Yeah. Because one thing, and, and this is maybe because we've, you know, been having these conversations for numerous years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always that, the, the way the content can be presented is that we're trying to convince people to choose mm. the right. So I think I'm becoming more aware and sensitive how things are labeled mm-hmm. and oh, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's nothing I haven't you know seen before, but I'm just, I'm becoming more aware of how it looks 
because mm-hmm. the average person, like I mightn't be able to understand it, but I'm real. I'm starting to see how things are interpreted because it helps me approach the conversation or the topic to people who don't necessarily agree with it because of their their already their mm-hmm. assumptions of what it it means to be a child free person. Yeah. Um, well, and, so and it's, out, yeah. Out in the wild, it's very much like an us versus them mentality. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. parents and child free or whatever. And so I think that yeah, the way that it's usually sometimes phrased as you're saying, it does seem like it's it's like well, these are the reasons to uh, be child free, but it's it might be their reasons. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. it's totally fine. I'm and, and it's it's but the, but you're right. The phrasing does sound. It, it could be like these are the reasons you should be child free. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's really it's interesting to navigate because it's the same thing when people go, because I'm child free, I can do X, Y, Z, which yeah. totally drives me nuts because it's true. Like it, the individual who's expressing that thought, yeah, the reason it, it, it's it's totally valid that they can do these things because they don't have kids, but it doesn't mean. But for every example you give, aside from having a child-free podcast, every other example you give, what, what you're, you're doing, anyone with a kid can still do what you're doing. The, the, you know? the possibility exists. Yes. Yes. It's just because your, your particular yeah. circumstances, you would not be able to do it if you had a kid. That's fair. But yeah. it's just the way it's presented. There's, I don't have a solution. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. just, I can see. It's interesting. Well, I think it's, I, I think it made us be more of a, a defense mechanism isn't the right word, but that's kind of the, like the verbiage mm-hmm. that it comes out as where yeah. they have to defend themselves so quickly yes. and, and so boldly to say, it's like, well, I couldn't, uh, you know, take a off the spur vacation this weekend if I had kids. It's like, well, mm-hmm. parents could, but it's easier maybe yeah. for a child-free person. Actually, you, know, you, you like, know what? The real thing that makes it easy? Money. doesn't matter well, if you have That too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, money, well, it's easier to do that. I mean, I, I would say sleeping in doesn't cost money, but it does. Like if you sleep in and you're not working to make money, you're not exactly. Money. So, I mean, yeah, it's all money. Well, it's exactly. All money, people. What, what does it really come down to? It's money it has nothing to do with children or no children. It comes down to money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, each individual who is child free by choice might have their own reasons to be child free or prefer being without a child. The child free by choice movement. I don't like it being called a movement because uh, again, just like Lenore said, we're not moving anybody to not have kids like but right. anyway um, if anything there's a movement to get recognition and acceptance that that i would accept uh but that's again me whatever uh the child free by choice movement is led by people who might find it futile to have children in a world that seems to be collapsing some might find it criminal to bring children into such a world for both environmental or political reasons or either of them um that's it's tiptoeing a little bit around antinatalism not child free there but I can yeah. see where they're going. Uh, some people choose to not have children because they think they are not fit to have them. And by not fit, they could mean not feeling ready to, not find, not finding their financial conditions suitable to supporting other human being. They could also mean that they do not find their physical or mental uh, health conductive to having a child. So it's self-awareness. Um, so uh, let me scroll a little bit here. Uh, the next heading is answering the questions aimed at a child-free person. Um, so imagine a scenario or conversation between a person who is child-free by choice and another person, let's say that child-free person be me and the other person say is person B. So person B, oh, you want to do that? Which one do you want to be, Lenore? The person B or the child-free person? I'll be the child-free person. Okay. Um, 
Oh, person B <laughs> what says, are we doing? Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you, have, you have to read it. Yeah. Person, person B <laughs> says, when do you plan to have a child? I don't plan to have a child. No. When? The clock is ticking. Time's running out. I don't want a child. But it will be too late when you want it later. Too late for what? I do not want a child. But you'll change your mind and then you'll regret it. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe you will regret having a child. Maybe you won't. But... Huh? <laughs> I added the huh. But, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Academy Award goes to Lenora. Um, yeah, so that's... Yay! What, I've what, always <laughs> wanted one of those. <laughs> um all right, let's scroll a little bit here so we can get to some more articles. Is there another? Okay. So what about your maternal instinct? This person goes on to bring up the point of uh, many people give the argument that the maternal instinct in quotations that every woman would have an innate biological desire in her to be a mother. Um, in her book, Child Free by Choice, the movement redefining a family and creating a new age of independence by Dr. Amy Blackstone points out how Sage Publishing's three-volume encyclopedia on motherhood doesn't have a single entry on maternal instinct. She calls maternal instinct merely a figment of our cultural imaginations, a social construct. Hmm. All right. I'm, yeah. It's interesting because there are a lot of people that that definitely uh, tap into their quote-unquote maternal instinct. I mean, there's a level of nurturing that people feel. I've, I've never enjoyed that term myself. Um. But as an aunt, you know, I mean, there's there's a level of care and quality and just care for people in general. I mean, actually, here's the thing. When you get down to it, when you get to a point in your life, when you realize that, you know, you can care for humanity, you may not like individuals, but in general, you can care for humanity. That's not necessarily a maternal instinct. That's just you caring for people. That does not mean you have to do things for them. It's just that you genuinely care. We're very cut off as, mm -hmm. as human beings. And, and, and I'm, I'm going through a lot of inner stuff right now and I'm realizing, Oh, I can care for people. I don't yeah. need to look after them. I don't need to raise them. I don't need to coach them. I can inspire and motivate in my way, but you still care. But I would never equate that to a maternal instinct or, you know, nurturing. Like it's, it's, it's not about that. It's like, I also care deeply for myself and my own well-being, Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it, it's really interesting how people can, can genuinely care for humanity and do things in, in their lane to help humanity. But unless you have a child, unless you're a mother, cause they don't talk about the father instinct. It's like, you know, unless you have a child, that's it's sec. Everything is secondary, which is, incorrect but that's the way you know that's pronatalism for you yeah well i mean people who have studied the topic more than us would probably have something more profound to say but to me it's like if you're on a, a, a street corner waiting for a crossing sign and a child's going to run out in the street and get hit by a car we you're going to grab the child because you want no harm to happen to it but you would also grab uh, an elderly person that was going to walk in the road too like mm -hmm. is that a maternal instinct or that's just a you know a ability to have compassionate care for another person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. So uh, this heading is, don't you want to take your family line forward? Uh, other people talk about the importance of the succession of your family line, uh, hairhood extension of your genes. Uh, very crudely, I think of myself, uh, what are you, Alexander the Great? But 
I do not say it. Instead, I like to point out such people uh, in the case of Queen Elizabeth I. One of my personal heroes, by the way. Who remained child-free by choice. She could avoid having children at the time by making sure she did not marry. Um, I, I'm, okay, I am a little skeptical that she did not not want to be married. She did rule without a partner. She had options. That that one's kind of speculative. I mean, I'm not. I I've done so many reports on her like when I was younger, but because I always thought it was really cool. Side note: I actually did. Uh, I, I was part of a production in high school, and I played her, which is hilarious because I'm not a white woman. But um, I played her anyway. Oh, You're I'm ahead of the white. curve. You're I'm, I'm half white. I'm half white. But <laughs> it was it was it was kind of a funny casting. But I was so obsessed with her, and so but I forget most of the stuff I researched on her. So it's. She, I think there was a little bit of circumstantial stuff in there, but it's well, true. She did rule without, you know, I mean, this year's all of that stuff. 2023 convention, we have the topic of uh, building a child-free icon. We do. And so uh, I expect you to bring your book report on Queen Elizabeth the first to the table. You know, okay. <laughs> hang on. Let me write that down on my notes for things we got to prepare for convention. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the first. Okay. Actually, you know, yeah, I, I, I know where to reach out for, um, shout out to Emma, child-free millennial Emma, who runs the child-free history museum. Oh yeah. 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 Online. That'll be my source. Cause I know, I know that I've seen that somewhere. So, okay. Yeah. All uh, right. Let's see. Let's see there. Uh, let's do this last one and we'll go forward. So the next heading is, uh, you will regret not having kids later. Again, we, a topic we question we hear all the time. Mm -hmm. um, another point I wish to address: regret is completely subjective, uh, and God, the Almighty Himself, wouldn't dare attach certainty to a word like regret. Uh, it's better to say you might regret it later. My answer would be yes, I might, but just as much as you might regret having a child. Yes, many women admit it in private or anonymously, uh, very few publicly, that they regret having a child. So. Yeah, well, because it's not. It how, how is it received? I mean, it's it's the same, same thing. We. Uh, well, I mean, it depends what, taking, uh, taking the child child aspect out of it, anyone that regrets doing something, people like like the feeling of shame and and guilt and all that stuff. Nobody likes to be criticized for the choices that they've made, and so nobody wants to likes to talk about the things that they're they were uncertain of and even if they're at peace with their choice whichever they chose it doesn't even again it has nothing it's not just about the kid thing it's it's just just in general people don't like to say i regret yeah. doing this um yeah. but I mean, on the complete like the the like kind of what this person is talking about on the complete other side is uh, a person may regret um having kids and not being able to live their life like if, if the kids later in life, if this, if this parent is on their deathbed and the kids aren't there and they're estranged from them and they have no relationship with their kids, they might regret having had the kids and not trying to live a life a little bit more fulfilled for themselves. So I'm, I, mean, I, I, I want to say something on that point, actually, yeah. and I want to get your opinion on this. Um, this is, this is actually was said from a parent. I was listening to a business podcast today because I only listened to, well, not only listen to business podcasts, but I like business podcasts. So the host who is a parent and the person he was interviewing is also a parent. And he's, he proposed the idea that one of a form of abuse towards a child is, is having parents that don't live up to their full potential. 
that don't mm-hmm. chase their dreams. And I've never heard anyone say it like that. It's interesting. Yeah. This, this is, this is somebody that's very, very, I mean, it's not a, he's not a well-known person, but he's like a, he, he's, he's, he's like a billionaire type, like one of those people that you don't necessarily hear about publicly, but is very well, very done very well for themselves has kids, but really stresses the importance of people going after their dreams. And it doesn't matter if you have kids or not. And it was really interesting to hear a parent say to another parent, because both of these people are, Uber is successful at like massive levels and they chose to chase their dreams. And, and, and the whole point is to motivate people, like whatever your circumstances, do what you can to, to be the best version of yourself, chase your dreams. And if, and, and they were saying, cause he was saying how he had a dad who never really got to the level he could have and how mm-hmm. it impacted him and how he wants to be like, he thinks that that everyone should have a chance to i mean there's a lot more to it but i just thought it was really interesting to to because we're presented as like especially females are presented like you have to drop everything raise children nothing else matters put yeah. yourself aside many women are 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 kind of made martyrs for shoving everything they want to accomplish under the rug only be a mother or you're a mother first and that's really all that matters. And then you hear someone that says, no, chase your dreams. You have kids, chase your dreams. Like, yeah. do you have any thoughts on that? Cause I thought I mean, that was like really interesting actually. It, it is. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's all circumstantial. Like you could have uh, extremely um, uh, uh, well-to-do parents who have accomplished a lot from nothing. Like the, maybe the parents came from nothing themselves. Mm-hmm. They've accomplished a lot there, you know, whatever, running multi-million dollar businesses. I don't know. And the kid can still uh, quote unquote be worthless and just not have any ambition and not want to do anything. And there's a there's lot no, of celebrity kids like that. <laughs> there, well, that, I mean, there's no guarantee that the kid is going to uh, aspire to be greater than the parent, but that's always mm-hmm. the, the, whatever the, it's not so much that, that the told. kid the kid would have to aspire to be that it's like the kid should give see them, their parents them, uh, driving something yeah like, to get really... to give them a role model to do that I, yeah yes. i can see that i can see that. i think that was um, more to the point because yeah there's a lot of examples where people done really well have kids and those kids just go completely off the rails but i mean the thing is is no one gets through childhood without scars of some sort it doesn't matter what you have or don't have so i think it was to the point that people like individuals should still pursue their dreams but yet we live especially as females you we live in a world where it's like nothing matters unless you have a kid and then if you achieve something it still doesn't matter as much as you having a child well it's like the uh, speaking a little over verbose here but it's almost like hitting an easy button for someone to become a mother versus like the father but a woman to become a mother it, it it's in a way they're given so many accolades and so many like way it goes and you're doing awesome. And you're like, you know, boss babe or whatever, like you don't, you're encouraged to not try anymore. It's like, well, that's good enough. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So I could see that too. Yeah. Um, All right. So next topic. Uh, Let's see. This is psychology today.com. How to be child free in a world that stigmatizes. Ooh. This is by uh, Susanna. A new sonnet. All right, Susanna, let's see what you got. Uh, it says, are you having kids? How many kids do you want? Don't you just dream of becoming a mother? If your answer is no, none, and not really, you're not alone. In fact, you're a member of a growing group of women who choose to remain child-free. <clears throat> 
Yet living with this choice isn't always easy. Even when you're sure that it's the right choice for you, it's a choice that continues to be critiqued and stigmatized both by individual men and women and by society as a whole. It's often seen as unnatural, selfish, and even immoral to not choose to bring a child into the world. And in parentheses here, personally, I find it unnatural, selfish, and immoral for anyone to oppose their opinions on what you should do with your life. Um, and the parentheses. So um, first bullet points here. Number one, there is nothing wrong with you uh, not wanting to have a child. Um, there are two different choices made by two different individuals. That's all. So one person has a child, one person doesn't. There's no right or wrong except what feels right to you or wrong to you. Uh, number two, you have the right to choose. Well, not everywhere, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> uh, in an ideal world, you'd have next the right episode. To next episode. <laughs> uh, just like people can choose to become parents or to have children, you can choose the opposite. It's no different than choosing a job, wherever you live, or the lifestyle you pursue. They are all choices that you get to make your, for yourself in your life. Um, you're not alone in your choices. Number three, when you reach a certain age and watch uh, friend after friend take parenting path, it gets lonely on the child-free road, but you're not alone. Est estimated 21.6% of adults or basically one in five people in the U.S. don't want children. Uh, there's no source there, but uh, joining child-free communities can support you on this path and make you feel less lonely as you make new child-free friends. Number four, you don't owe a child to anyone. You don't owe a child to your parents or your partner. Uh, well, you don't, you don't owe grandchildren <laughs> to your parents. Oh, wait, I got ahead of myself there. Um, you are an adult of your own and you get to decide how to live your life and that makes you happiest. If children aren't in that equation, it wouldn't be good for you, your child, or anyone involved for you to have a child just to please someone else. Sure, it's an ongoing discussion if you need to have with your partner, but it's definitely not something you owe. Chime in anytime you want, Lenore. No, I, um, I, it's it's so interesting because I don't think people in general really sit with that fact that you don't know that that you don't owe anyone a child. Mm. Intellectually, it's one thing to go, yeah, of course, I know, I know, I know, but, but to really, really, honestly understand that, and I, I'm I'm saying this from a from a like I've never had that pressure where I owe anybody a child. So I, I can't give a personal example of, of having that struggle. But I, I, I do believe, though, that, that people just don't understand deeply enough. Because I, I just because I've known so many people that have ended up caving and having kids and, and not, you know, I mean, it's it's they, they have the child they make the best of it. And, and it's not a terrible experience. Some grow to love it and some don't, whatever. But it's just that deep knowing because I think if that if that was embraced, well, like anything else, if that was embraced more. It would it would change, <laughs> uh, it would change a lot for people. But it's it's yeah. nice to see when when people who are on the fence or those who have chosen not to have kids but really do get to that place of peace because they truly understand they do not owe anyone a child, even if it causes you know a mar a partnership to you know to to split or. You know, sometimes there's a lot of turbulence that comes with that. But when you do reach that place of like, oh, it's a really nice feeling. And so yeah. I, I don't I don't think people understand the power of of really, really deeply feeling like, yeah, we don't owe anyone children. Well, I mean, that that's that's 
punching pronatalism right in the nose. Mm-hmm. Like, pronatalism, pronatalism says, yeah, you you owe uh, your your lineage the whatever, however millions of years that you know we've been evolving to be where we are today. Like you are forsaking all of those people who have made um, you know terrible hardships so that you're able to be here. And yeah. who says you get to end your bloodline? Like right. that's basically right. what you're, you're given, but as opposed just, to potentially contributing in other ways that impact way more people than you just having one child. Possibly. Yeah. You possibly. Know, possibly. Um, number no five. pressure, but <laughs> yeah. possibly. number five, you're not selfish by not having a child. In fact, I argue you the opposite. We live in an overpopulated planet that's living beyond its means. We have wars, hunger, poverty, serious human rights issues and more mental health issues than ever before choosing to not bring a child into the into this is the opposite of selfishness i've started having new thoughts on on that yeah particular argument do tell Pe- people might can- <laughs> people might actually cancel me though if i say it. well then you definitely have to tell <laughs> no now i have to say it um this okay, so I'm not an antinatalist. I, I I was kind of on the fence about whether or not I was an antinatalist, not because I've, I'm part of that community, although I do have an antinatalist award, thanks to it was a donation from Arav in India who actually won it but sent it to me. Um, I I th- this particular argument. I mean, it, it's if that's a motivation to get people to think about not having children, I think it's really powerful and it's really, really good. Um, because there's a part of me that, that as I understand like why people, why, why we're here, what, what we're, those of us who are birthed are here, you know, we, we have the opportunity to change things. So this to me is like, trying to convince people not to have children like it again it, it makes uh-huh. it, it should be used to it's a good tool to make people think long and yeah. hard instead of just randomly having children to satisfy your own personal needs desires whatever which it wasn't wrong but you got to think a little bit more of it i am starting to view this this like when it's presented this way is it's kind of like making people feel feeling guilty for choosing to have children if someone genuinely feels called to parenthood they, you know, hopefully they recognize that these are all possibilities. Like, I mean, it's all of these things have been going on since like humanity's existed. So mm-hmm. it's nothing new. Um, we're talking more about mental health issues now, though. So we are more aware. I don't necessarily agree with it presented. I'm not saying this is being presented as a way to guilt people who have chosen to have kids. But sometimes it's coming across that way. So again, I, I'm I think I'm just starting to become more sensitive to how things are presented. Yeah. M- meaning, like, it's, like make make your decision. Think about things. Make your decision. Um. Well, as but, we have the conversations and they evolve, like this, like yeah. you're not selfish for having a child. Like that's basically the reaction. Like child-free people are told we're selfish for not having kids. And then the like gut response is, well, you're selfish for having a kid in this world of like, you know, not clean air and water, whatever's coming in the future. And so it's basically you're selfish Well, you're selfish. And that's a stalemate. Like you you can call each other selfish all day and that ends the conversation. But I see like the thought you're getting to is like the more that we talk about 
why do we call each other selfish? What's that really going to accomplish? It accomplishes nothing. Mm-hmm. Ne- neither group is selfish or not selfish. Like it, it, it's a personal decision. So, right. Yeah. Because, because exactly like either one is going to use those same things to make, make yeah. the other feel guilty. Like, well, your kid could help cure all these things, which is a possibility. And you not having kids could contribute to being less of that, which is also a possibility. So there's no right or wrong. Right. I just, but given at the same time, I acknowledge that, that a lot of people are stepping into this conversation for the first time and things do, it, it is helpful to have things presented. Like you are not selfish and, and given this, this way, it's, it, it, it's, it's a, like for me and my, my battle in, internally is, is as a content creator and as someone that talks about this, I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm, I've been in, in this conversation for a little bit now. So recognizing like, my thoughts have evolved on how it's presented and there's people that are still new and going, Oh, thank goodness. Yes. These are good tools to think about. Mm-hmm. Why should I have a kid? I don't, but, but I don't think it should, should necessarily stop people. But again, I'm, you know, this is where I'm going. Yeah. I'm not an antinatalist. Like I'm very much you choose and, and, and think about it. Like yeah. think about what it is you're choosing and why. And, and, you know. Yeah. So we've got a quick comment here. So, uh, critical thinking 2020 says uh, it is selfish to bring a child into this world without a serious plan to raise them. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of the back and forth that, that we're talking about. It's, yeah, it, I, I get what, I get what that this is. Saying. I think this is why people get scared about even having the child for conversation. Cause it can go so deep. It's so deep and layered and yeah. no one, and, and very few people are willing to have it because it, it brings up a lot of feelings. It brings up a lot of thoughts and fears and everything yeah. like that. So, um, well, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, what some people might say to turn that you know, if it was a debate and they're going to try to flip that on you, it's like, well, you're just being classist or, or you're being racist or whatever it is. Like you're basically trying to keep down people who aren't as, you know, equitable as you might seem or, mm-hmm. or, or, or mentally stable enough. Like who, who's to say that person can't have a child? Like they'll, they'll argue you however right. they want to argue you. So yeah, like I, I wish we could both sides, I wish both sides could move away from the whole selfish topic altogether because yeah. it really doesn't, True. it really doesn't help either side like it, it, it i don't know if- i feel like this is the point we should plug the new international child for day website because there are certain we we have uh questions or, or we have um frequently asked questions which talk mm-hmm. about the terms and one of those i'm, I'm kind of going to bring eugenics in there but like we've we've been discussing like how to present or or, or to t- to answer some basic questions about what child free and all these different terms yeah. mean and we almost should include self. I mean, I don't think we're going to, but we should almost include <laughs> self. Is it selfish? I mean, that could be a whole thing. But uh, I, I just wanted to plug that in there because th- this conversation's going along that line of, yeah. of the different points of view and how currently divisive this conversation is. Well, that the, the, that's a great point. Like the the eugenics um, term, it's. Uh, it's being weaponized against the child-free community. They're saying basically we're encouraging eugenics. We're encouraging people to not have kids to stop certain peoples from procreating and continuing bloodlines or whatever, which is the complete opposite of what child, a child-free is a, a thousand percent individual decision. Mm-hmm. Like again, I, I, 
a child-free person technically, at least in my thought, shouldn't care if someone has a child or not. That's where you start to go into the whole antenatalist side of things is, is I don't care if someone has a kid. I, I would say I'm a thousand percent child-free. Um, if someone has a kid, that's on, that's up to them. If they're a good mm -hmm. parent or not, I mean, I've got no say on that. They could be a awful parent. They could be a great parent, but um, the, the selfish argument has now been elevated to where people are trying to say that we're encouraging eugenics, which is, is laughable because we're yeah. not, but that's, that's the next step of, of the selfish argument, uh, at least that, that, that I see. And, and to me, it's always presented as a, oh, you're a bad person, you're selfish, and and with the attempts to change that person's mind to have a child, which essentially no, that's going to totally is, work. <laughs> well, well, I I, th I think it I think deep down it does affect some people on a level where they end up having children, not necessarily maybe people who are active in the child free space, but yeah. At the same time, we I don't think we really know the impact of what that comment has on people in our let's say online communities, because yeah. people just want to go, yes, I'm child free. Life is good. I'm good. I'm feeling good about it. But this is why, yeah, you know, even with through child free convention, some of the topics we have and questions that we have for our speakers is just to dive a little deeper into how people are really feeling because yeah. it's easy to put on a, um, uh, you know, like for the most part, you can be very confident in your choice, but that doesn't mean there aren't underlying feelings of like, well, am I selfish or whatever? Like it's good well, to explore and, that's, and, that's and, and clear that. Right. Yeah. That's the key. Like it's, it's a very heavy statement to put on somebody mm -hmm. in the initial stages of discovering their child-free journey, or even yeah. if they're a fence sitter, if they're a fence yeah. sitter, they haven't decided one way or another. It's, it's very heavy to say, Oh, well, you're just being selfish. And if you're not getting any, reinforcement or any thoughts or any ideas or feedback from the child free side of things. Yeah. It could, it could encourage you to do something you maybe don't want to do. Um, and then like you're on dateline later for bad things you do to a kid. I don't know, but yeah. it, it, it's, that's what's important about the child free community for us to have these conversations and to always have these conversations, to be open yeah. and honest about it. And it's, it's not uncommon for every day someone to come into a, a new Facebook group or a Reddit thread, just now discovering the child-free community and they're excited to learn about it. And then they're like, well, someone just told me I was selfish. And then it's just like a, you know, hundred line deep response of people being like, you're not selfish. You know, yeah. you're fine. Do what you do. Like it, it, we need that kind of uh, positive reinforcement as well, just to combat the negativity of it. But again, mm -hmm. at the same sense, it shouldn't even be a conversation to be had. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be told that we're selfish. Like that, that's right. where it all stemmed from. That's where like it became, no, I'm rubber and you're glue. It's going to bounce off me and stick to you. You're selfish. Like that's, we're not going to get anywhere. Anyway, we're going on a tangent. <laughs> so. well, well, what do you think we do this show for? I mean, I know it's, 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 you know what? It's been like four weeks since we last did one of these. So we're, we're due for it. We're a, a good tangent. I think it'll yeah. be good. <laughs> Let's see what we've got. So V stepping up here. It says, uh, we're encouraging choice with regard to parenthood and giving light to the fact that one can opt out. Yeah. Which is true. That that's a, it, a lot of people need to know that it is, um, it is an option. Like mm -hmm. becoming a parent is an option. Like to me, like you're choosing to become a parent. You're not like the conversations in all these articles, like, Oh, you've decided to be child free. No, you've decided to become a parent. Like you're, you're, already quote unquote childless or child free or whatever term people want to call it. You already don't have a kid. 
you're choosing to have the kid and you're becoming a parent. Like that's, I mean, that's the way I, I see it, but um, anyway, I, I'm going to go on a limb. I think most people are like, yeah, we're going to have a kid, but they don't think about becoming a parent. Cause that's, you know, ra like ra the raising the child, like, raising ra the child yes. and becoming the parent. Everybody yeah, wants a yeah. baby, but well, not everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. People. <laughs> I'm just yelling at myself. Um, let's see. So I'll, we'll stop here at number six. There's more here. You guys can go to psychology today and check this one out. Uh, number six, just because you can, doesn't mean you should, uh, just because your biology and age make you fertile does not mean you should have a child. You are more than your biological sex and egg count. And you're more than an old, uh, patriarchal definition of what a woman's role in society is being labeled as inconsiderate or ungrateful for choosing not to have a child when you can is madness. It's like saying you can jump off a cliff. Uh, if you can jump off a cliff, you should. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. That's true. It's an odd comparison though, because <laughs> like, I mean, wait a second. Are you like jumping off a cliff without like a parachute or just jumping like cliff jumping, cliff diving into the lake? Or yeah, just I mean, jumping I, off a cliff just to go die, like, like. I mean, <laughs> I, I could, I could, I could go jump out of a plane with a parachute, but I don't really want to. Like, right? <laughs> so. It's just the way that's presented. I'm like, just jumping yeah, off a cliff, yeah. you should like just be if you, you okay. Um, All right. I would say like just be, because you can go climb Mount Everest or go, you can go. Well, I mean, people use the I, I like I like this term or this way people do this. They're like, just be you have you have lungs, you should be an opera singer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just because you can count, you can be an accountant or whatever. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I could, <laughs> I could, I, like, I could have been the greatest guitar player in the history of the world. Will I regret that when I'm 95? Cause I didn't play guitar. No. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a missed opportunity. On oh, all right. I'll, start, I'll start tomorrow. All right. I'm um, looking at my violins in the closet going, you know, I used to be a professional violinist and I don't play anymore. <laughs> Anyway, so this, that's a whole other story. This next one is um, this is weird. Uh, R R T E dot I E. I don't even know what that is. Um, Something in Ireland? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, the the heading is or the topic is uh, why do some couples decide to be child free with a because hyphen? It's fun. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, so this, I think this is from a podcast. Uh, okay. So sex and relationship therapist Rachel Cook joined Jennifer. Oh boy, uh, Zamparelli on rte good for you yeah that's right them to chat about couples who are choosing to be child free um so they can listen above i guess this is the transcripts uh it says we're calling it a trend but i don't think it's about being the cool thing to do uh rachel says uh, who believes that being child free has become increasingly popular over the last number of years i don't like that wording altogether i don't think it's becoming increasingly popular i think people are more able to find like-minded individuals than they were back then it's becoming too. more popular to talk about it yeah it's because well it's, it's becoming out of the shadows like it's it's mm -hmm. i mean like we just talked about uh queen elizabeth the the first like mm -hmm. i mean it seemed pretty popular with her so <laughs> you know on paper anyway but uh so yeah it's always been around but anyway i guess anyway uh, so it says, um, I think people are just being maybe a little bit more intentional about what they want from their lives. We live so much longer than we did a couple of hundred years ago. Women have so much more opportunity rather than being at home, but also have the choice to choose that. So a lot less people are having kids. This is all quotations. This is going to be hard for me to read. Um, 
Okay, so Rachel notes that the term child-free, and they put a hyphen in it, is an important distinction from those who are childless. Thank you for recognizing. While, yeah, while deciding not to have children due to lifestyle or lack of interest is referred to as child-free, the inability to have children despite a great want in it is a different situation altogether. Despite social pressures to have children, usually aimed at women uh, age 30 and over, Rachel says that there are a whole host of reasons being cited by those wishing to be child-free, ranging from career ambition to climate anxiety. Um, for some, it's uh, simply about keeping their time, money, and energy focused on their own lives and existing and their existing friendships and relationships. No matter the motivation, though, being child-free isn't always an easy decision to come to, with many uh, contemplating what it would be like to become a parent and build a certain type of family. How long is this? Uh, I like that the way that was phrased. A certain yeah, type of yeah. family. That's that's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. How many things here. I can praise on this show? I don't like complaints. So, well, unfortunately, those articles aren't really being written. No, I know. So. <laughs> it would be a boring show. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, this is. Oh, well, we we agree with this completely. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, they didn't. They didn't put a space or hyphen between child free. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> So let's see here near the end. It says, uh, when it comes to deciding whether or not to have children, Rachel recommends taking some time to really question your motives or motiv motivations. Uh, is having children something you really want or something you think you should do? Are you feeling pressured by your partner or family? What do you believe you would or wouldn't enjoy? What would you be like as a parent? Uh, if you or your partner are feeling it uh, tricky to tackle these questions. Rachel says the that a therapist or life coach specializing in the subject may be helpful in getting to the bottom of things. Okay. I mean that, that's an that's a really nice encouraging article just to think about stuff. So okay. So people go go to uh, rte.ie and uh, find the podcast and listen to it. I don't know how long it is. Uh, Twenty minutes. Twenty minute pod. Easy listen. Go for it. Um, and it's, uh, sex therapy, child free by choice, uh, Jennifer Zamparelli, Z-A-M-P-A-R-E-L-L-I. Go for it. Mm -hmm. All right. Psychology today. Again, uh, the heading topic is where do the child free and other child less find each other? Five savvy strategies to meet people without kids. Ooh, ooh right. okay. Let's see what these five strategies are. I'm just gonna go to the five strategies. Are, are we mentioned in here? Child free convention or anything like that? <laughs> How old is this? No. Oh, uh, we should be. We should be. Um, okay. So number one, go urban. People without kids often choose to live in city centers. Uh, services and cultural activities are concentrated downtown, and living in close proximity can create more frequent encounters. Go to free author events at your local bookstore. Linger in front of art uh, that catches your eye and share your thoughts when someone else does the same. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it says get coffee at the same place every day. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's so much <laughs> urban as it is yeah. lingering. And, 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 uh, yeah. I know I'm going to have very different answers. <laughs> I'm going to have very different answers to all of this. Right. Okay. Number, number two, take classes. People without kids tend to pursue higher education at a rate than parents. No sight given there, so I don't know if that's true. Um, I got an MFA in creative writing a few years ago, and more than half of my fellow students didn't have children. Well, if they're students and they're younger, odds are they probably didn't have children. I was going to so say, when I went unfair. to college, I think maybe two people had yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, again, as I like to say, turning the mirror to us, that's 
you're, you're tipping the scales to make it seem that way. So I, yeah. we've, we've got to call it out when we kind of see it, but uh, mm-hmm. I see what they're trying to say. Uh, community classes are another option. While many parents are great at preparing quick, nutritious meals, most adults at a recent nutrition cooking class sponsored by the local natural naturopathic, uh, naturopathic thank you, college, had no kids, try yoga or uh, community gardening. Uh, let's see, get intentional. Every year I post a flip chart showing what I want to achieve by the end of the year. Back when I lived in a rural area, one bullet point said, make three or four new friends who don't have kids. Seeing this goal on my wall every day was just a kick in the pants. I needed to get a little more curious about finding others like me. I thought of acquaintances who didn't talk about their kids and listen to them as prospects. Eureka, I soon learned two people I met recently were child-free. They also had a dog that quickly quickly became my own dog's canine sister. Number four. God, my oh. suggestions are so much different than this, but okay. Just like Lenora does, hang around in dog parks. Um, <laughs> she's she's pet free, by the way, if you don't know. Um, so it says, uh, I now live without a dog in a high rise in the inner city. My building has lots of singles and couples of all ages, many of whom have dogs. They walk multiple times a day. I love riding the elevator with canines and their people. I see new residents walking their dogs with the, with, uh, I see new residents walking their dogs with people who I know don't have kids. I see friendships blooming every day in my neighborhood dog park. Uh, you don't need to bring a dog along. Well, you should. That's creepy. <laughs> don't, uh, don't go to a dog park. If you don't have a dog, that's. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to no. cancel my plans for tomorrow then. Jeez. Well, okay. I will, I will say no, uh, it, my wife and I, we do like, we do enjoy going to the dog park outside of the fence and eating lunch and just watching the dogs play, but don't literally go in the fence. If you don't have a dog, um, that's weird. <laughs> so it's it's like probably going to like a easier. splash park when you don't have kids. Yeah, it, it's probably equally as weird to eat your lunch watching dogs in a dog park too. I but. was just gonna say, but I didn't want to pass judgment. But I'm it's fine. <laughs> um, use online dating sites. Uh, I mean, d- duh, shouldn't that be number one? Uh, anyway, um, since about one in five adults will never have kids, um. We're different than mainstream daters. Novelty is interesting. Frame yourself as a prime catch because you are. Our attention isn't distracted by our kids' needs. We don't get diverted by their emergencies. We can enjoy other person's kids on our own terms. We define our roles and develop our boundaries. There's even a dating site for people without kids. I stumbled upon this site uh, just as I quit online dating. So I can't weigh in on how well it works. Wait, what? Why are you mentioning it? And she, and she doesn't mention it. So maybe it's the link. I don't know what that. No, it's not even there. Okay. Whatever. All right, next. <laughs> okay. Or you can do something completely different. Start a child-free convention. Start a child-free Facebook group. Start <laughs> talking online about being child-free. Become an advocate. And you know what? I've had more honest to goodness, really good, deep friendships develop over the last five years because I started talking online about not having kids. I now okay, know wait. a ton of people. But not just that. I actually have like people I've met in real life and like enjoy hanging out with. And well, there's one. Hi, Emma, in my city. But like, I've met people in different parts of the North America. Um, but you put yourself out there in a big way, you yeah. will meet thousands of childhood people. Cody and I know many of them. So, so- <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got shameless plugs to put here. You can go yes. to childfreefamily.com 
it's literally a website that I created so child free people could find each other. Mm -hmm. There's a map. Like once you create a profile, like it's the most basic social media site ever. Like it's, it's it, there, there's no algorithm. There's no bot. It's not tracking you. I don't care where you go during the day. It's just, it's web-based anyway. And it's so yeah. sorry. It's a little bit slow. It's not like a super fast app, but go on there. There's, there's hundreds of people that are child free all over the world. Like it's global. Um, that's one option. I would say the second option is you may not feel comfortable maybe in your own city doing this, but if you go on vacation, if you wear child free merch, I mean, who are you going to, who cares who you offend in that city if they're offended by it? But mm -hmm. I guarantee you, somebody's gonna be like, Hey, I'm child free. You'll probably meet somebody in another city just by wearing child free merch. So um, also you available know, with buy child free, buy child free at childfreefamily.com. <laughs> Before I started like really, well, this is at the beginning of my blogging journey five years ago. How I started meeting people in real life is because everyone would ask me, do you have kids? And I would say specifically, no, I have chosen yeah. not to have kids. I would just people like people listen. This happens like when I'd be, you know, traveling or whatever. And people would be I had conversations in hot springs and because people would overhear people like because I eavesdrop on everybody's conversation and vice versa. Right. So I would actually say, no, I've chosen not to have kids. It's amazing how many people would yep. come out of the woodwork because yep. I heard you say something. So. In all honesty, I mean, the reason why I know so many childhood people because I came a lifestyle advocate. So that's kind of unavoidable at this point. But but it started with realizing like I felt comfortable saying, no, I have chosen not to have children. And it's amazing how things and people and opportunities lined up. I mean, that's how you and I met. Yeah. It was just like, you know, we were collaborating on something. But you kind of yeah. honestly, it's like you. I think I don't know if it's really stated in this particular article, but you generally you have to. No, that was it. That first, was a whole article. Okay, <laughs> you need to make the first move, whether it's online or in in real life, and you don't know what's going to happen. And just because you you know not all child free people are meant to be your friends, but yeah, it, it opens up an amazing, like amazing, really cool opportunities. I mean, it's changed my entire life yeah. completely just by being vocal about it. So you know, it's, it's, you, you do, you do want to make the effort. And now compared to when we came on the scene, like in 2018, there's so many more options online. There are. Right. There are, and, and you're right. That That's probably the, the new number one, put that at number one. If, if, and this is totally anti introvert, if you're vocal, just not yes. like shouting from the rooftops, but if you just let people know that you're child free, mm -hmm. they're going to make note of that thing. But like, okay, like Cody's child free. If they eventually meet anyone else who doesn't have kids and isn't interested in having kids, they're like, Oh, do you know Cody? Like he lives in the, in the city too. Like blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And, and that could be an instant friendship you've made through one mm -hmm. or two degrees of separation. Yeah. So um, yeah, being vocal is, 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 the I mean, easiest way and it, exactly it is it, it's easy but it's not because not everyone wants it's to not, but, in, but it's it's worth it <laughs> but it, it's it's also i i think it's good mentally for you as a child-free person just to mm -hmm. verbally say it because once yes. it verbally comes out of your mouth if you can think it all day and, and build it up mm -hmm. but until you verbally say it even just like just whatever to a mirror if you want to do that but until you verbally say it to another human that's when it starts to become real like that's when it's like, okay, I've said it, that person knows it and they're not shunning me or beating me or whatever. Like that's, yeah. you know, life's going to go on, yeah. but the, the more comfortable you get in telling people that you're child free, that, uh, again, this is from a male standpoint of being asked if I have kids, they literally just won't ask you anymore or they'll just accept your answer it, because yeah. you'll become, not to say that 
that women aren't confident in giving their answers. Women are totally confident being like, I'm child free. I don't ever want kids. And then men are still like, or women as well, are don't believe it and want to harp on it. But the more confident you are in your answer and even in your follow-up answer, I mean, there's not much more they can do other than saying you're selfish, which we've already yeah. beat that dead horse. So. I, I, I have to shout out V in the audience. I love her comment about this article. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my chair. I just knocked down my diary from grade oh, six. Oh, man. All right. No, so I mean, um, she says, so, I don't know how, how I don't know how helpful that article was. Let me just recap it again. So number one was go to go urban. So live in a city, take some classes. Thanks, V. Get intentional and go to I dog mean, parks and use an online dating site, right? which I, I, I see where they're, I see where they're going, but well, so I, I don't I'm think guessing, this person's really lived. Well, no, they have lived it, but it, there's it, it's so much more than that. But okay, yeah, it's Kate, we're like we're we're not we're not knocking you. We'd no. love to have you on the show, Kate. Kate uh, Kaufman, who wrote this this article, um, like let's come up with some more strategies. Let's do it. I, I, like, I let, think that's the thing. Up. Like thing things have shifted, and and you know, I mean, I know this article was written only a couple months ago. But also considering like what we've come through, like in Canada, for example, the pandemic was a really serious thing. I hope they don't shut us down for saying that word right now. But like, you know, there we went through a good two year period where a lot of times you couldn't go out. And and, yeah. and actually, for me, that's when the the online, like the child free online space has really exploded. Like, you know, uh, I met a lot of people through we did child free morning chat on Clubhouse mm -hmm. and there was a lot of. I mean, that's kind of, well, that's it when really we started did. Top Free Convention actually like, well, even, was, was during yeah. 2020. And, you know, like the Facebook, the Facebook groups grew from like a few dozen, like yeah. to hundreds, like yes. to hundreds, yes. like it just so, exploded. So it's not just, and, and it's, it's interesting because I look at all these suggestions. Now I live in Calgary, Alberta. So, you know, I think there's 1.2 million people here on the Canadian prairies in this particular city. And all those things are like, it's weird because I, I through the Chopper Girls podcast and stuff that I've 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 known there's a lot of people in my province that are child free, but Canada doesn't necessarily go. Oh my gosh, we need more child for people because we can kind of live how we want to live, and people are looking for connections, but at the same time, not really. Like there's no meetups, and I have no desire to start one. But it's a it's a different vibe here in a way. I think Toronto has more activity or will have more activity. Um, but it depends on where you live. Right. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I've met while well, there's one person, Emma, that I see regularly, um, you know, so we, we, but we, are, we met through morning chat virtually yeah. <laughs> in the same city. So there it depends are at least on two, two out of 1.2 million people are child free. Yeah, oh, no, area. but there's a lot more because I hear from them. I get DMs <laughs> from like, oh, you live in Alberta, you live in Calgary, you live wherever. Right. But we don't I don't necessarily go out and meet people yeah. here. I go to the U.S. and meet people, <laughs> but it's like it, it's 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 really interesting. So, you know, I I think online, honestly, I think online is maybe because that's been my experience, but that's that's the best way to start. And then if you vibe with people and you just kind of, you know, it works out to meet in person. Um, yeah. But having said that, like there are a lot of meetups in Europe, and we know people in our network that are you know creating events that are doing local meetups and stuff. And so it's but they're taking initiative to start that. And I think like even with what we do with this podcast with other we need to wrap up, but um, like, just, actually, th this this is actually a good plug to to plug um, the Child Free Media newsletter, which goes out every week. Yes, people 
send us podcasts, everything. Like there's a lot of wait, wait, wait. In the Lenora, how can people find us? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So segueing into that and how, if you, if you are listening to a replay or whatever, and you generally want to, you know, meet other chopper people or get your content out there as a way to meet people. If you've been inspired to start creating content, well, then you can contact us at childformedia at gmail.com or you can go to our website, childformedia.com to see what we can collaborate on with, what's available. Um, the Child for Media newsletter, if you if you go to childformedia.com, you'll see a subscribe list. That goes out every week, and that gives you all of the updates on Child for Convention, International Child for Day, all the latest Child Free podcasts that are come through our network of Child for Media, plus other content creators submit their podcasts every week. So it gives you, um, a, it, it's a collective endeavor as to what's happening in the child-free space and you'll have a link to child-free family mm -hmm. which you can get on cody's map and he does not stalk you so don't worry i'm on that map there too i i've literally never sent like <laughs> a, a group email to anyone like right. i've got emails i've never sent an email out I've, this has been going on since 2020 so, so it's, there you go um so so i mean it, it, just to get started if you're wanting to connect with child-free people or you, you just want to see what's out there because quite honestly most people are just there kind of looking at content and, and just want to know that they're not they're not alone in their their choice. They don't necessarily feel like they want to maybe talk to people yet. So wherever you're at, you know, we're we're here for you. Different stages. Um, yeah. Yeah. And plus you can follow Child for Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Um, yeah. So Good segue into that. Um, thank you, Jared. Uh, yeah, the new the Child Free Media newsletter is excellent. It goes out every week. It just went out on Tuesday. It goes out anywhere between Saturday, Sunday and Tuesday, depending on um, when I get to it. So, but it does go out every week. <laughs> and if you are a child free content creator and you want us to promote you and plug you, which is free, by the way, a newsletter is free. Yep. Promoting you is free. Just let us know. Send us an email, childfreemedia@gmail.com. And let us know the details of when you drop podcast blogs, whatever it is, and we'll get it out there. So with that being said, and no further ado, we've uh, gone a little over here, but I, that's all right. So uh, we will see you guys at the next Twick. Yes. And thank you so much to our live chat audience. Yes. That's awesome. Um, we'll be uploading this to the Pot Child Free Media podcast this week, and it will be out in next, week, next week's newsletter. So this was fun. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.